It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. It's Simon. The accent is French, by the way, if it's the first time you're joining the show. It's from Paris, this accent, but I live in the Midwest and I've been here 20 years. Proud American, actually. Uh, but the accent stayed. It came with, my, with me, it stayed with me, it's staying with me, and even though I'm taking English classes, it's just... What are you, you going to do? This accent is here to stay, so thanks for bearing with me. Uh, we're going to talk love and relationships in a second, but I'm going to ask you something before we start. If you're in a relationship right now, if you've been married, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much flirting do you still do with your partner? How much flirting are you still doing with your partner if you're in a committed relationship or if you are engaged or married? I'm going to post that on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio, and we'll get to the results very soon. How much are you flirting still in your relationship? You calls and new questions are next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Emani. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? Well, I met a guy online, and we talked for about two months, and then mm-hmm. we finally were like, okay, we're going to meet. So we went on two different dates, and they were both amazing, and I really, really, really like him. And then he um, left for a road trip for two mm-hmm. weeks with his best friend. And so I obviously, you know, texting dropped off a little bit then, but then he, the day he got back, I left to go to my family's cabin and I'm here now for a week. And I just feel like our texting is totally falling off. And I feel like I haven't heard from him in like three days. And I'm just like, is this too much travel for our almost not a relationship? If that makes sense. I see. So how can I help you with this? What's your, what's your question? I just don't know how to, I feel like I want to like do something to make him want to see me again or text me again because I feel like he hasn't reached out at all and I just, I want him to like me as much as I like him. I don't know, it's not terrible. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, there is nothing you can do but stay quiet because it's like, you know, reverse the situation. Uh, Sometimes I'm sure there were boys and, and, and guys who would want you to like them and then you were not interested or you were not into them or for any reason, there was nothing they could have done that changed your mind or your emotions, right? So mm-hmm. there is like, I can't give you a trick or anything because, especially with guys, because I know how the visual works, but I think it's best to keep the distance and just trust the universe. If it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. There's nothing you can do uh, that will play so in your favor. because he was like, on our dates, he was like, wow, I've never met anyone like you. You're so incredible. You're even better in person, like all this stuff. And I felt the same way. And then it's just fizz- like, I feel like it's fizzling. It is. It is. But you know, it's like some men or some women use that on the, they get excited doing a first date or second date. Or, and then it just, they meet somebody else. It was the online dating and then they forget about you. Mm. So I don't want you to reach out to him at all. If he, okay. if he missed you, he would reach out to you, it would be for you, he would, you know, but he doesn't do that. So I said, let's leave him alone and keep your eyes open for somebody new that wants to be with you, really. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's so, it's so sad. <laughs> I know, but I, I want to protect your dignity. If, if I give you an advice, that's, you're going to feel even more rejected. So. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're as usual, Simon, you're right. <laughs> I, I try. Long years of experience of my own mistakes, so I know them now. I can yeah. share them with you. Thank you so much for calling, and have a good night. All right. Thanks, Simon. You know, 
when somebody is not reaching out to you or you know is ignoring you, what are the biggest mistakes you can make to try to get their attention? Let me tell you that next. Have you ever been in the position of my last caller? Uh, Imani said, you know that, you know she's she's trying to see there any trick or what can she do to get the attention back from somebody she dated a little bit, and he said, you know it was didn't know anybody like her, and then things fizzled, and then. Have you ever been in this situation where, you know, you, you start really like high and then the person disappears on you or doesn't show his interest or her interest anymore? The position of where, you know, you feel insecure, you feel left out, you feel, what have I done wrong? What's wrong with me? How can I get this person to be excited by me again? You want to know what are the biggest mistakes we've probably all done and we shouldn't? Stay with me. I'll tell you my recipe for avoiding them. Next. Have you ever been ignored by somebody that you started to date and things were going really well and they fade away on you, they ghost you or the things fizzled like my last caller? And what are the mistakes that we all make, including myself, of course? We reach out first. We want to get the attention. Uh, we try silly reasons to reach out, uh, including, you know, sending things that the other person doesn't care. Or um, send a picture. Do not send pictures of yourself, even if it's a great picture, to get the interest of, of a guy. Because men are visual. So they might answer to the picture. It doesn't mean they're interested in you. They're just going to be interested in you for the ooh-la-la. And we don't want that in most of cases, all right? So remember that. When somebody ignores you, ignore them back. When somebody gives you distance, give them distance. It's the only way. That's my answer. You call the next. If you have a question for me, call me now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tiffany. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Tiffany. What's going on with your husband? How can I help you? Oh, well, you know, when the COVID lockdown started, he, he got a new hobby, which is, I thought was great at the time, but now all he does is sit in the basement and he plays Dungeons and Dragons on this Zoom meeting and they'll play for hours at a time. And now he's complaining because I don't want to play. Okay. Uh, what would you want to do with him? Oh, well, I would love to do anything. We could go to the, have a picnic in the park. We could go for a walk. We could ride our bikes. We could walk the dog. We could, I mean, just anything besides just sitting there <laughs> in the basement. I know. I understand. Uh, before COVID or anything, uh, did you guys used to go to the park, have picnics and all that? Is that something you used to do and stopped? Or you've never really well, done that? No, I mean, we used to go to restaurants and movies and concerts and things like that that are not happening right now. So um, I, I understand him having a hobby, and I think it's great. I just don't think that I should have to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think is the right compromise? Um, the right compromise is for him to not want me to do that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, it's just such a boring game. I can't stand it. Um, I don't but know. I, I'd be happy to do anything else with him. Okay. I understand. Well, um, and he needs some, I don't, I don't remember the rules. Do you need somebody to play Dungeon and Dragon? You can't do it by yourself? Is that what it is? Uh, yeah. You have to be with a whole bunch of people. Um. And so they, they have a big Zoom meeting and they do it all together. Oh, so he has other people to play with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's got a, yeah. It's a bunch of guys, you know. No, no girls really play that. 
I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. So, um, I think, listen, the best time to talk to your husband, remember, it's always after a good meal, you've got to feed the beast, or men are grumpy. And then you come up with a list of things that he has to do, like propose to you a couple of things to do together. You offer on the list a couple of things you guys can do together. And then you compromise besides this Dungeon and Dragon on things that you would want to do together. That's a good idea. We can both make a list and try to see if we can fix yeah. something. Five things, no big deal. And then go from there. Even if you guys agree on one, it's a progress. Yes, anything would be better than that. <laughs> I agree. All right, Tiffany, thank you so much for your call. Good luck to you with that negotiation and have a good night. Oh, good night, Simon. Now, I am going to go to my voicemail because Bruce uh, needs my help. He wants to keep his summer love going and he doesn't know how. So, let's go to his voicemail. Next. Remember that if you have a question for me 24-7, all you got to do is reach out to me at 855-905-8255, leave me a voicemail, and I'll play it and answer it, like for Bruce. Bonjour, Simon. My name is Bruce. And there was someone who I was dating and having the ooh-la-la with, but it was only a summer thing. And they moved back to school, which is about 60, 70 miles away. But I really want to keep the relationship going or build the relationship, but they don't think that they want to continue the long distance and the ooh-la-la because it's too far and they're not sure if there would be a connection. So I don't know if I should try to fight for it or if I should move on, and I really need your advice. Bruce, thank you for your voicemail. It's a good question. You know, summer is almost over. You had a wonderful summer with somebody, famous summer love. Should you fight for it when it's not here anymore? Or let it go and let it belong to the past. I'm going to answer your question next. Summer is ending and Bruce left me a voicemail because he had a summer love. Wonderful time. Ooh la la and all. And uh, now that was the summer. Now, you know, his partner is not there anymore. Uh, you know, she's, she's not in, in the same place than him. And he's wondering, should I fight for my summer love that is now kind of gone? Or should I let it go? And here's my advice. Let it go, because it takes two to tango. So if you're the one calling me, asking me how to keep it going, and it's not both of you, it's not going to work out. There's things that are not meant to be forever. It's like a wonderful experience of love and sunshine uh, and, and romance, but it doesn't mean it's going to last forever. We all have summer love memories. I have mine. Bruce, now you have yours. Let the universe you know, decide what's going to happen next. I would not fight for it. You can't fight the universe. It's either on your side or not. It was on your side for the summer, and that's a good thing. You call the next. If you want to share a little light in the universe of romance, God knows we need it. I need it. So call me now. Share that romantic story with me on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Martina. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the rendezvous. So I understand your husband... It's kind of a romantic man is in his own way. What what do you mean? Well, he is not a uh, he's not fond of cooking, and he went out of his way to make me a home cooked meal. I included oh. candlelights, but more importantly, there was a song that always meant a lot to me when I was younger, and it's an old song. It's a Spanish song, and he had to go high and low to find it. In spite of the fact that you can find everything on the internet, 
And he did find it, and he had it playing with candles lit, the lights dim when I came in. And that was just super, super sweet. Anybody can it cook is. a meal, but he added that little touch. How did that make you feel? Wonderful. I, I was teary-eyed. I mean, to, to go out of your way and make that extra little step. We've been married a long time, so it means more when you've been married a long time, when you put the extra effort in. Gives you a little spark again, you know? Absolutely. Listen, I love that story, and the intention of your husband is so pure and loving that it's an inspirational story, really. It's, it, that's what I... Oh. I I will remember from that. So thank you so much for sharing that story and many years of happiness to you and your husband. Thank you. Thank you for being there, Simon. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Have a good night. Bonsoir. You too. <laughs> so now I got to go answer Cassandra's Facebook message because she's dating a guy and he has something in his bedroom that kind of disturbs her when they are doing the ooh la 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 la. You'll understand when I read her Facebook message next. So, Cassandra sent me that Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show. And she says, Bonjour Simon, I am dating a guy who has a mirror on his ceiling in the bedroom. Which is weird in itself, but while we were oolalaing, he'll move me around so he can get a better angle. It's really odd and not hot. And I don't know how to get him to stop. Please help. <laughs> Cassandra. What should you do if the guy you're dating has a big mirror on his bedroom ceiling and that annoys you? I think I have an advice for you coming up next. Uh, what should you do if, like Cassandra who sent me that Facebook message, uh, she's dating a guy and he has a mirror uh, on the ceiling of his bedroom and she finds it weird and even weirder that when they are ooh-la-la-ing, he'll move her around so he can get a better angle in the mirror. She finds it odd, not attractive. What can you do when that happens? Very simple. You speak up. Cassandra, what you got to do is listen. I'm uncomfortable with that mirror thing. So uh, from now on, no more ooh-la-la in the bedroom. But the rest of the house is game. And he will understand. Or if he really likes you, he will have to uh, either turn the light off or no more mirror. But never, never keep an unspoken like this for yourself. If you're not comfortable with it, Ulala in a different bedroom, the whole house is yours. Do not pretend, just tell him like it is. That's my advice. I hope it helps you, Cassandra. Good luck. You call the next. Bonjour, Franny. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So, uh, apparently, there's not a lot of passion between you and your husband. Uh, what's going on? I do not know. It's We've been married for 17 years, and about uh -huh. the last six years, I would say ever since our second child was born, yes. um, he has just not been interested in ooh-la-la. <laughs> At all? Not really. I mean, occasionally, like, I feel like there are times when I have to beg for it then, but it's, it's like pulling teeth. Okay, I see. Uh, before we, we find a solution, how old is your husband? Uh, he will be 60 this year. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, now that I know that, that the libido of a 60-year-old man is much lower than 55, 50, and 45. It's just the nature of the production of, of testosterone is, is less and less. So which means 
if we're honest, it needs the little blue peel or some kind of peels to get it going, if you get my drift, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's not against you. It is very important uh, for women to understand that, that as we lose testosterone production, we lose confidence in our ability to have Ulala with you because of mechanical mm-hmm. issues. And mm-hmm. so I think that it's a normal thing that it slows down. I think you have to warm him up to this because remember that he has to really make an effort physically and not because he doesn't find you beautiful, not because, because mechanically it's not working as it used to be. So uh, mm-hmm. the great idea would be to talk about it with him and talk about the blue peel and, and, and make those you know, romance going to a restaurant and, and a little mm-hmm. wine, and, and then you know, his doctor can decide which pills works for him. Why? Because, to be honest, at 60 years old, most, I would say, 85% of men have the same problem. And mm. so, so, so don't give up. Talk about it um, mm-hmm. and, and find a way to approach him to go see a doctor and so you guys can still have ooh once in a while. It will never be okay. what it was, but that's normal for all of us. Uh-huh. It's, it decreased. It doesn't increase. Wow, that's very helpful. Thank you. So, so remember, it's not against you. It's just the nature okay. of what's happening in his body, in the chemistry. Yeah, I, that makes a lot of sense because, you know, he seems like he loves me and, you know, oh, all yes. that, but he seems like he's always tired. But he is for that. He is. Mm-hmm. He needs the help of some pills. Yeah. Okay. Thank all you right. so much. You may have saved my marriage. I appreciate this. Oh, well, um, thank you. I'm honored. <laughs> and you. That's what I do. Thank you so much, Franny, oh. and have a good night. Good luck to you. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Do you regret any of your past relationships? We're going to talk about that next. I have a deep question to finish the show. You know, um, sometimes <laughs> it's a little deeper. Do you regret any of your past relationships? Do you have one that got away, two that got away, three that go away? You get my drift. Do you regret any of your past relationships? I do. I do. But let's see what you voted. 63% of you voted, yes, I regret some of my past relationships. And 37% of you said, no, I don't regret any of my past relationships. And I said it to you, I said it again, I do. It was my mistake. I made a lot of mistakes. That's why I do this show. Uh, So you don't do what I did. You do better than me. Thank you so much for listening to me tonight. Thank you for being part of The Rendezvous. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.